Welcome to the Conscious Business Leader Show. I'm Anna Choi, founder and CEO of Conscious Business Coaching, helping high achieving business leaders prevent burnout to grow in flow. Our firm empowers the next generation of global leaders who will cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness. Join us for the end of the show where we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing business inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Ready? Let's go. Today we have Matthew Sullivan, CEO and founder of Quantum RE. How are you? Very well, Gabby. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for joining us, Matthew. Thank you for having me on. So first, tell us what Quantum RE is and even a little bit of the story of how you got to starting this particular business. Uh, Well, we solve a major problem for homeowners. That's probably the best place to start. In other words, you know, what, what do we do? And the problem that we solve is if you're a homeowner and you have equity in your home, the only way that you can unlock, go to the bank on bended knee and borrow money. So in other words, even though you've spent your entire life paying off your mortgage, mm-hmm. you then find yourself in a position where you've got to go back into debt just to unlock some of the equity that you've built up. So our program, which is a home equity investment, enables people to unlock equity without having to borrow money. And they have up to 30 years to settle the agreement. And in the meantime, they get a cash lump sum with no monthly payments, no interest, and it doesn't appear on their credit report as added Mm -hmm. debt. So it's a fantastic way for people who either don't want to borrow money or cannot borrow money. Mm. It's a great way for them to be able to unlock potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars of their wealth that is locked up in their home equity today. Wow. So it sounds definitely like kind of a, a loophole in a sense that you're able to find to really help. Well, no, yes. Do you know, the funny thing is that your response is very typical of the response that we get, which is <laughs> okay. yeah, a loophole. Sounds a bit too good to be true. You know, I've got all this equity. So if you think about it, you've got a home and, and, and you might have, you know, three or $400,000 of equity because your home has been appreciating year on year. Um, and then you think, well, God, you know, I, I've got, I'm, you know, a, a quarter millionaire on paper, mm-hmm. but I, I can't afford to put gas in the car. So, you know, and, and how does that work? So you go to the bank and you say, well, how do I unlock this equity? And they say, well, let's have a look at your credit score and let's have a look at your income and your debt to income ratio. And you say, well, things have been really hard lately. And, you know, I haven't had as much work. So my income's mm-hmm. gone down. I've used all my credit cards. So my credit score has gone down as well. And so the bank says, I'm really sorry, we can't lend you any money, mm-hmm. but you're equity is still there. In other words, you've still got that, you know, quarter of a million dollars worth of equity. So our investors say, well, actually, we don't want to be paid interest like the banks. Mm -hmm. We want to share in the potential appreciation of your home. So if your home goes up in value, we'll take a share of that. So in the meantime, don't worry about paying us interest because that's for the banks. We want to take a share of your home because we think if your home goes up in value, we'll do really well just by taking a share of that appreciation. So that way, it's a completely different way of unlocking equity. So it's um, a way that commercial real estate transactions um, have have used for decades, because in a commercial real estate transaction, you've got all sorts of debt, you've got all sorts of other Mm -hmm. funding. But if you're a homeowner, you've only really got access to, you know, debt. So you've only got access to one or two tools in the toolkit. 
And so why would you think, why do you think a lot more companies or other people haven't done this? I mean, it sounds like something well, that's almost you know, like revolutionary. It's like okay. anything. And right. the reason they haven't done it is, is frankly, because um, it's that education issue. It's that, mm-hmm. it's the same thing where you say, well, look, logically you should be doing this. And people say, now, now I, listen, I've been doing this the same way for the last 30 years. Mm-hmm. And you're coming on with this newfangled way of doing stuff. Um, and it takes time to get people um, to understand how this works, why it's different, um, why uh, it's entirely logical for investors to want to participate in the upside. So it's that education thing. It's the thing that you know, is the biggest challenge to the adoption of, of anything new, really. Right. And so on top of the education, I'm sure just there's so many nitty gritty details. And like you said, this is something a little different. How that can cause like your clients maybe to be a little overwhelmed or just not knowing, like, how do you bring them comfort to know like this is something that is a better option than what they've been doing in the past? And it's funny, but but you're absolutely right. That's Mm -hmm. the, um, the reactions that people have. First of all, they know that they've got a need. So in other words, and this need for the ability to unlock their capital can come from a number of different places. It can come from having too much debt on their credit cards, feeling underwater or overwhelmed mm. because of the debt that they're carrying and thinking that there's no solution. And at the other end of the spectrum, we've got people who have tons of equity and think, well, why is all my money stuck in my house mm. when every single financial advisor I speak to says I should diversify my portfolio? So I want to get out of the equity in my house and start buying some stocks and bonds. And um, So different people have different sort of motivations. But the critical thing is being able to explain in very simple terms how the, how it works, mm-hmm. what the motivation is on both sides of the equation. So for a homeowner, the motivation is, well, I'm going to give up some of my equity in exchange for cash today. All right, you know, that's fair enough. Mm-hmm. From the investor side, it's, well, if I give you cash today, can I have a share of some of your increase in investment or increase in value? Because I like your house and I don't want you to move out. I don't mm-hmm. want you to be a renter. I want you to have the same motivation as a homeowner has. But that way, but you know, the house is much more likely to go up. So um, it's, a, it's a great uh, trade. But again, it's like anything really, isn't it? When you're, um, one has to um, really just think about what the other person is thinking about not just about you, you can't just throw facts at them and you've got to try and get them to understand um why this actually works because mm. their natural inclination is that it's you know as i said it's new so it, it's it's probably something that won't be around next week but mm-hmm. this type of program has been around for almost a decade and pre-covid um how many times have we heard that right. um, i think <laughs> We, you know, as an industry, we were on track for probably doing close to a billion dollars. That's all the companies mm-hmm. um, that are operating with these types of agreements. So it's not just us. So then, throughout the entire decade now, what would you say, besides the education factor and like some motivating the investors, what would you say would be the biggest challenges to get to where you are today? Um, well, I think with anything new, you start off and you go, "This is really interesting because mm-hmm. it's new," and I think. Um, that's the thing that sort of really uh, motivates a lot of us who are who sort of build businesses. It's the ability to to carve a new path or or to create something that's new. But it comes with all sorts of caveats and challenges. Things like if you're too far advanced and too far ahead of your time, you're not going to get adoption. Um, and you don't want to be the lone person with their head above the parapet saying, "Look, the sky is falling down." 
uh, and, yes. and everyone said, no, 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 it's not. You know, so you, it's, you have to always balance the fact that you think this thing is absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't actually make any difference if no one else thinks that. Mm. So one always has to try and consider normally um, with the counsel of others who are, who are far smarter than oneself. Um, this is what we're trying to do. Um, is there enough of a marketplace for it? Um, can we articulate it properly? Do we solve a problem? So uh, those are all the challenges, but um, I, I'm not sure if I even answered any of your question there. Sorry. You know, I just, no, I was off on a rant, you know, I think it's, you know. No, it's fine. I mean, I definitely like that makes sense as far as the different challenges. Cause that's what made me think of, think of also, is it like a personality thing you think too, as far as balancing, like you said, you don't want to be too ahead of the curve where people aren't going to follow you and you're by yourself, but at the same time, you want to make sure that you are being a leader and like conscious business leader. Yeah. You've got, I mean, the thing with, with all of this is, okay, so you have this great idea and then you test it normally by using a sequence of words along the lines of, Hey, Fred, I've got this idea. Um, Do you think I'm completely certifiable or do you think Mm -hmm. it's going to work? So Fred is obviously your sort of friend or your trusted advisor. So once you've got enough people saying, yeah, this will probably work, then you've got to test it in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. And there's a saying that no business plan survives, you know, first contact with a customer. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are all the standard challenges. But then you've got the, the challenge of, look, okay, so now you're on this pathway. How do I make this work? How do I drive the business every day? How do I, and particularly with COVID, um, with the impact of that, where you haven't got the same group of people around you because everyone's sort of, you know, geographically separated. Um, mm. You've got to think, well, how do we, how do we push every button? How do we shake every tree? How do we think of every opportunity to try and um, get this message out? Because, um, and, and the glorious thing about this is three years in, I still wake up every morning and, that's a bonus in its own right, just waking up every morning. But I wake up every morning and I still really love this because I still think that there are people out there that need to know about this, who mm-hmm. want to know about this, mm-hmm. um, who are scratching their heads thinking, how am I you know, going to get out of this, this sort of situation? Or what am I going to do with all of this money that's tied up in bricks and mortar? So um, a lot of it is to do with the uh, belief and um, love that you have of what you do, which is probably, you know, that's what makes you get up and tr- start training at probably four o'clock every morning. <laughs> every day is like, Hey, guess what? Today's a new day and I have to get up early and mm-hmm. do all that stuff that hurts. You know? Yeah. And the, when you have the passion and love, it makes things easier too, even during the hard parts too. And I think it's trying to pass it on also to your clients and the ones who may not know exactly what you offer. It doesn't make it. It doesn't make it hurt less, though, does it? No, not <laughs> at all. Not at all. Funny enough, years and years ago, we used to we used to sponsor a, a fantastic, brilliant boxer called Chris Eubank, mm-hmm. uh, who was a British. Um, I think he was a uh, middleweight or heavyweight champion, but he was a superb boxer. Uh, and I remember going around to his home in Brighton, or was in Hove, um, in England, um, and uh, he was out training. And the thing is that, you know, he was this the fittest, strongest person you'd ever meet but he'd say mm. every day i go out and you know i start running every day my knees hurt my shoulders hurt and but he used to sort of drive through it i just wanted to throw in the fact that i knew chris eubank now, <laughs> sort of, you know, the podcast is a perfect opportunity to do so, so there you are so you know chris if you're there you know it was you know i missed you terribly it was great fun driving around mm. you know 
Brighton in your Peterbilt truck. So, you know, if you're listening, you know, how are you? Yes. Perfect. Hello. <laughs> so you talked about how you feel that there's a lot of people that still you want to pass this on to. You want people to understand at least that they're scratching. Yeah, approximately 14.7 million people. Right. You know, just yes. approximately. Yes. Yeah. So then what is your vision for the next three, three to four years, you know, as far as for quantum RE? Where well, would I, th- I think really, yourself? I mean, the vision, you break it down into what can we achieve in the short term, the medium term, and what's the long-term objective. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we don't have um, specific long-term goals because I, think, I don't think you can, um, because otherwise if you set long-term goals, all you're going to achieve is disappointment because, mm-hmm. you know, between now and then the world has a habit of um, throwing curved balls. Um, so we, we set sort of short-term objectives. In other words, those are revenue objectives. In other words, how do we grow our revenue to this point? That's achievable. And we then say, well, how do we then have, you know, lower, middle, and upper targets of those? Okay. So that's the sort of the short-term objectives. You then have the sort of, um, you know, the longer-term goals. And I can't remember who wrote the book, but there was a great expression uh, which came out of Google, which was going for roof shots rather than moon shots. Um, so we have this objective okay. long-term of making home equity tradable, accessible to investors, mm. easy for people who are homeowners to go online, click a few buttons, and then you know unlock their equity. Mm-hmm. So, so that is a roof shot in the sense it's something where we can see the roof. We can probably you know, get the ball up there as right. long as we throw hard enough. Um, so we do have a series of um, longer-term objectives really – to, to get these home equity agreements as a mass market offering that is mm-hmm. the same way, you know, thought of the same way that home equity, uh, uh, home equity lines of credit and right. mortgages and other loans. So this just becomes another mainstream product. Yeah. And there's another norm. Absolutely. And so we talked about the future, but as far as the past so far, what would you say is your favorite client success story? I think that the, the each one um, that we do is great because each one is different. Every deal that we do has a story behind it. Um, the ones that I like the most are the ones where, um, the, and, and at the moment, the, the stories are all about people getting out of debt using their equity. So using this cash pile that they've spent years building up, that's sort of locked in their bricks and mortar, finding a way. So uh, the, 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 the best one really is just, Stories where people have tried the banks, they've tried private lenders, they've tried credit card companies. Mm-hmm. Every time they do that, their credit score goes down and down. Um, we come along and we say, um, we can help you. And naturally, they are incredulous because everyone has turned them down. Right. But the stories where we're raising fifty dollars to $100,000 for someone from their home that they thought that they were going to lose, um, where we oh. can repair their credit enable them to get ca- cash, get current, get comfortable, all of these feelings that they haven't felt for a long time. Mm. And what we're able to do is remove that sword that sort of hangs over their head every morning when they wake up thinking, how am I going to get out of this? Mm. Um, and it's a way which is, as we said at the beginning, it's a great way because it delivers a real long-term solution. Mm-hmm. And it's not just a patch, which they're going to have to try and repair just a few months down the road. Right. So you're really giving people like monumental relief in their life. I, I th- it is. And it is because the amount of money that we're talking about 
depends obviously on the home value, Mm -hmm. but it's tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars where they do not have to make any payments. They don't have, uh, the obligation is there, but they don't have to settle up for up to 30 years. And that's a long time for most of us on this planet to sort of consider, you know, 30 years ago, you know, I was slightly younger. Um, <laughs> and I think, uh, you know, the world was a different place for me then. So, mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so amazing information. Thank you so much. What is the best way for people to learn more about Quantum RE and then just even contact you for more information? Yeah, well, we have everything on our website. So it's quantumre.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and we called it Quantum RE because our plan is to chop up these home equity agreements into tiny pieces. Okay. Um, and, and RE is obviously the real estate. So if you're sort of scratching your head thinking, why on name? earth did you come up with that stupid <laughs> name? Um, it's, it, it, we, yeah, we, we think that sometime in the future it will have, it will have relevance. But Quantum RE, everything's there, contact details. We have calculators where you can find out how much equity Mm. we've got. All of these wonderful podcasts and um, blogs and articles that are there and all of our contact details are there if you want to reach out. And we would love to speak to you and find out how we can help you. Absolutely amazing. Well, it's been such a pleasure, Matthew. Matthew Sullivan of Quantum RE. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, it was my pleasure. Thank you for having me on. Thanks for listening to the Conscious Business Leader Podcast. If you're a conscious business leader or entrepreneur who would like to be on the program, please visit annasunchoy.com slash apply. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone, text it to a friend, or post it on the socials. And if you do that, tag us with the hashtag Conscious Business Leader. Now, can you also hook us up now to your podcast player and just give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. Your feedback helps us better empower that next generation of global leaders to cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness through being a loving presence. While you're at it, hit the subscribe button. You know why? Because each week you're going to be inspired and energized 15 minutes a day. My name is Anna Choi. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at annasunchoi.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Conscious Business Leader Movement.